Hello, this is the HQ Fit Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephen Slack. Today, it's just me, but I'm going to talk to you about getting back to normalcy and also how to do that with your fitness and your training program involved or in mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some of the tips that I have for you. So it's been like two months, and I feel like one of two things could have happened here. Either we kind of got a good fitness routine going uh, because we had more time because we're at the house, or we didn't and we lost the momentum we had, if there was any, and we're just kind of like, oh man, when when this comes back and I'm able to get access to a gym, I'm going to start going back and getting back into shape now. There's only one problem with that thought in mind. And um, I kind of want to go over those two situations and break them down a little bit more, at least in my mind. So first situation was the... Uh, you built more momentum. I feel like, obviously, that's a positive thing. But if you're not really intentional when it goes back to normal, you will find yourself flat on your face because you did not plan for when we go back. And what I mean by that is, for instance, uh, you are working out more, let's say. It's, the se- it's that first situation. And the reason you're working out more is because you have more time. What happens when you don't have more time and you're back? Do you have a contingency plan in place for that very situation? Or are we just going to kind of wing it and hope that that momentum rides out into this normal way of life again? So let me give a little, a couple more thoughts on that first situation or, or tips that I think are helpful for, helpful for me. Um, so first, um, deal, well, look at, the frequency over duration. So all I mean by that is if you are a person who has a busy schedule when you go back, you'll be traveling, um, you'll be commuting to your job, you're going to be getting home late um, and things like that, but you do have a lunch break minimal, you do have a couple breaks maybe throughout the day uh, and also in the morning and at night you might have a couple minutes here or there. Think about Maybe not a hour-long workout, but think about starting to break your workouts into three, five minutes, three, ten minutes, whatever you can do to sneak it in that day. And that is an art form. It is not easy because it's kind of not normal, <laughs> but you can start to get used to that and you can start to implement different strategies. And if you need any helps or t- help or tips, uh, there's plenty of trainers specifically at HealthQuest who can help you come up with a game plan to do these 10-minute workouts three times throughout the day. Uh, Again, that's just an example. But that would be one strategy to kind of relieve some of that time you would need for a workout. It doesn't have to be an hour straight up. Uh, In fact, our bodies are used to kind of uh, or moderate amount of work throughout the day uh, and not necessarily high intense at one point. We can do both. But just remember, don't throw frequency out the door just because it's not what no, normal people do because they go to the gym for that hour. So that's the first tip for somebody who's already built a momentum. Uh, maybe what you want to start to do is think about when you go back, 
let's throw in uh, smaller amounts of time and get one thing accomplished in your fitness. For example, let's say we work a little leg strength for the first 10 minutes when you're uh, for your morning routine. Uh, before your shower, you're doing some squat holds, you're doing lunge holds, you're doing something like that, building up into a, a quick 10-minute program. Then, middle of the day, lunch, you don't want to get too sweaty, so you're not going to do cardio or legs, but maybe a little upper body burn. Maybe you're doing, uh, whether it's push-ups, uh, you have a little weight that you're, you're doing for overhead pressing or uh, uh, any uh, type of uh, row, band rows or things like that that you can bring to your office. And then last, you can do your cardio at the end of the day with the last 10 minutes with a little combination of jumping jacks and shuffles and whatever it may be. But that's just an example uh, for that tip. Now, another thing is start making workout times around the time when you would have to work out when your schedule's back to normal. Um, it's not necessary, but it's a great way to get your mind thinking about like, oh, okay, this is going to be my permanent time for doing my legs. It's going to be in the morning before my shower, 10 minutes, boom, I'm in there. In uh, that way, when it transfers over, it is seamless and there is no hitch. Um, and then another one, and a plan for setbacks. That's going to be with both situations, whether you're used to going uh, whether you built momentum in this time off or whether you did not, plan for failure. Plan for setbacks. That doesn't mean that you have to just accept failure because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when failure comes, when setbacks come, do you have a plan in place to get around it? And what I would say is, for instance, let's say that meeting uh, at, jo at your job is going to steal your ability to do your uh, workout for lunch. Now, all you have to do is maybe have a mini workout. Uh, instead of having the three 10-minute day, you also have a game plan for uh, uh, just a 10-minute for the whole day. Whether it's like a combination, uh, it's like a metabolic conditioning workout that can be done at night or in the morning before the shower. Uh, obviously, if it's a pop, like a, a meeting that popped out of nowhere, you're going to have to do the night because you didn't plan for it. But even have a plan for that. And I, I, we're all smart individuals. We can, we can come up with a plan for this. But it ultimately comes down to what do you feel exercise is important. And I think we all in our minds know it is. And we know that it helps with a lot of different aspects of our, our lives. But we do not truly believe it unless we are taking steps to make it a reality and consistently do it. Um, so I'm going to touch on that little thing I just said at the end of my next part, which is going to start right now. And my next part's going to go into, let's say during this time off, you did not build momentum you lost momentum, or you never had momentum to begin with, and you just kind of rode that non-momentum into this quarantine. So what we're going to do with that now is we're going to think of what is the mindset, like I just alluded to earlier. Do you really think that exercise is important? And before we dive totally into that, like I just did, uh, let's talk about two very important variables in this. Delayed gratification. We all know what that is. That's like you want something, but you're going to delay it because 
uh, you know, you, you have a little discipline and you know that if you wait for something, it'll be better. For example, because that was kind of, that wasn't the best description of it. Uh, for example, um, you're, you're going to buy a house, but instead of buying the house while you don't have money and putting yourself way over in debt and going bankrupt, instead what you do is you, you save up and you delay that gratification and you then are able to purchase the house without financial hindrance. So with that said in mind, so we have to think of exercise this way. And the only way we can think of exercise this way is if we think there is gratification, there is something good at the end of the tunnel in exercise. A lot of us will do exercise, won't do exercise because even though we see all the research and it says, oh, it's good for you, you know, makes you feel better, makes you stronger, you lose weight and you look good. We truly don't believe it. And the reason is because we haven't had success in the past. Well, we have to look at that. We have to look at what we did in the past and maybe compare it with a professional and see if that was adequate. Or sometimes it was too much. And that too much led you to burn out and not ever get consistency or a habit built. And that led to the lack of success. So looking at what the past did for you in your fitness will help you then see, okay, now is, will exercise really get me what I want? Yes, it can if done appropriately. What is appropriately? And finding that out. Uh, the other thing is um, be very specific in what you are going to do for your exercise. And I think that has to do everything with life. If you do not have a plan, basically it's very specific, I'm just talking about a plan. We talked about already planning for failures. Also plan for the non-failures. And that's just common sense. You already talked about that in the other one. And again, this is alluding to the fact that even if you don't have momentum, start coming up with a game plan that's really simple. Like let's talk about like something as simple as five minutes and very specific. Five minutes at 5 p.m. every day, I'm doing a little bit of exercise. And that is not, and I will tell you now, that's not enough to make a good change in your body physiologically, but it is more than enough to make a great change in your mindset and momentum-wise. And that's all that matters in the beginning of exercise. It is, yes, there's going to be some physiological benefit when you start exercise, but more importantly, it's the, it's the mood and it's your outlook or mindset toward exercise that is the most important thing that changes. And then after a couple weeks, now the physiology starts to come in. Because now, it's not overwhelming mentally to do all these workouts. Because you've already created that habit. And you're already starting to come up with a delayed gratification system and plan in place. And once that's in place and iron locked, then you can go to town. Then it's easy to set aside 30 minutes, an hour here and there because now you can you're a professional planner and you can work around all these different things that are going to jump in the way of your workout. Um let's talk about we all have things we are um thinking that uh, um we all have things that we think exercise is uh we need to get good help from um a professional or I mean at this point you have Google <laughs> you can Google a lot of information the only thing is, is that there's going to be a lot of misinformation. So that's where 
talking to a professional, even just getting some tips uh, helps at least get you on the right path. So when you see things that are like, is that really good? Uh, you can kind of be a better judge of that. And then over time, you'll be a professional and you can you can kind of cipher through all the stuff that's not good. So put exercise in its place is the next topic. Put exercise in its proper place means in your mind, recognize where you're at. Be honest if you don't think exercise is really that beneficial. And your life kind of tells you that. If, if you're not doing things, you truly, I mean, you don't really think it's that important because you are putting other things that you think are more important in front of it. And that's fine. Just be honest with yourself. And if you're frustrated that you haven't gotten the fitness results that you want, look at what those other things are that you think are more important and start there. Uh, that's just just being honest with yourself and just, just taking time with a, maybe a, a notebook for two minutes to to look into what things are more important. What are you putting in place of exercise, blah, blah, blah. Uh, are these things truly more important? If, if you truly think they are, maybe in this time of your life, exercise has got to look like a secondary thing, but it needs to be there, obviously, because you need to move your body. So, so go with those small five-minute-a-day workouts. Uh, like I said, it's not enough to make a big physiological change, but it's something, and it can grow into something bigger down the road. Now, the last topic I want to touch on is we can all agree that exercise does certain things. For instance, we know it makes you stronger. Uh, it changes your mood. Um, and, and our bodies are made to move. So when you're not moving, and, uh, and I'm, I, my specialty is in corrective exercise, so I'll kind of give a little input into that side of it. People who have arthritis, people who have reoccurring injuries... A lot of times some of these injuries are caused from being too ambitious on exercise, which is okay. That doesn't mean exercise is going to cause more issues. In fact, it just means your intensity was wrong. It was too much. So instead of just throwing exercise out the window, now we have to think about uh, let's pull back. Let's do light movement. And when you start to do that, you start to actually heal your body through these different movements, knowing that don't push through pain. Don't go through pain. But when the body doesn't move and you have things like arthritis, it tightens up even more. I know this for myself because I played a lot of basketball growing up. So my knees uh, have gotten a lot of trauma to them. When I'm working out in appropriate intensity and not going crazy full board but staying in a pretty safe range and pushing every once in a while, I don't even feel any knee pain at all. Uh, but when I stop working out, it's a week later and all of a sudden I feel like I am 90 years old and I'm like, what is going on? And again, arthritis loves movement. It feels better when you move appropriately. So if you're not moving appropriately, your joints feel worse. And then the next thing that happens is you feel worse in your mood and in your mind, uh, which then bleeds over into the rest of your life. So that's when, when you hear trainers using the uh, fitness can change your life. It's kind of cheesy, but it's, it has an aspect of truth to it where your body is very strongly connected to your mind because it's in your body. So that's kind of common sense. So when you're not, we're not taking care at least a little bit of our body, our mind gets affected pretty greatly. And a last thing I'll add here as a uh, example of what I just said is uh, when um, 
I was really a beginner trainer, and I I was so busy because I, I had a family a family at that time, a young family I should say at that time. I still have a family, um, and uh, I wasn't able to work out nearly as much. I mean, almost once a week, if that, if I was lucky, and because other things were technically more important. What I did notice was I was the most stressed point of my life, and when I realized that summer it died down a little bit the the busyness of it and I was able to sneak in at least a couple of workouts all of a sudden my complete my mindset completely changed because my mood changed and all I didn't realize the endorphin rush we all kind of know this you get endorphin rushes hormones in the body that make you feel better but also just the general um, uh, confidence that it brings to your mind because your body is stronger and has moved and it brings a bunch of these mental aspects improved mental uh cognitive abilities and i didn't realize how much it changed me until i was like wow i don't feel like i'm stressed depressed i don't feel like i'm down as much i feel like i have way more energy and it all i think we've all kind of felt that at one point in our lives but remember those things remember that how you felt when you exercised, uh, the after effects that were actually good, and draw your attention to those things as you're trying to build your habit again. I ranted on for a long time, not too long, but but it felt like a long time, and I'm going to kind of leave it there. I hope these tips were helpful and it was not too ranty all over the place. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys again uh, our, in our next podcast, but please um, n- to join in next time in about two weeks when I'll go on a uh, put it on a Friday, and I'll have hopefully a special guest so you don't have to hear me uh, lecture on for a fifteen twenty minutes. All right, thank you guys. Talk to you later. Again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope the tips are helpful um, and look again forward to you guys uh, joining me in two weeks. That would be almost June, I believe, if not June itself, uh, where we will uh, have a special guest and we will uh, talk about some more fun topics. See you then.